We're live. All right, friends, this is the week that I've been dreaming of for seven years. I'm so excited because I've had this little voice inside my head that said, teach online. And now the digital course industry is a $457.8 billion industry. And the time is finally here for me to do this and go all in and bet on myself. And it hasn't been easy. I'm here to be transparent and share so that if you have that voice inside, you can pursue it, yet you also have the support that you're going to need. That is mission critical. And community, being with other people who are like-minded. I was with a client this morning who said, I love my husband, but he doesn't get it. Like he's not enthusiastic about this with me. And it's not their job to be. It's our job as entrepreneurs, as courageous visionaries, as game changers to get the support that we need and create those circles of support in our lives. And so I've created an amazing program to surround you with that support, not only with training because we need knowledge, but we also need emotion. So that coaching level of support, the opportunity to work alongside during block scheduled times throughout the week to bring your dream into the world. And so that's really important to me. I've looked at what do learners need? What do entrepreneurs need? What do leaders need from a human behavior analysis perspective? And then created the program from that place. Because knowledge likely isn't the one thing that you need. What you really need is a champion in your corner who's cheering you along, who's making sure that you don't end up making gains and plummeting in self-doubt, making more gains, plummeting. This is what peak performance looks like. And it's exhausting. Yet when we can embrace high performance leadership strategies in our lives and in our businesses, we get that level of consistency that's so important as we reach outside of the norm. That's how high performers end up having more time, more energy. It's all rooted in their clarity. And I want you to have clarity, not just about what you're going to do. When we go to make a courageous career move, we often think, what am I going to do? And we need to instead start with the question, who am I? When I was navigating a very difficult cancer diagnosis at the end of last year, that question, who am I? Who am I going to be in this moment? Who does my daughter need me to be? That question is what helped me rise, what helped me study and research like a scholar, the foods that could be good for myself. It's what helped me quit making excuses that because it was the holidays, I needed sugar. I had the most aggressive tumor type and on a scale of zero to 20 plus, my KI-67 protein was a 51, which indicates how quickly it grows. And the number one thing that would feed it, sugar. So I eliminated sugar during the month of December last year, which for me means I can do anything else on the planet now. Like that was quite possibly one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. So today's live is since I'm living the dream and having my masterclass this week, tonight, my challenge from my own coaches is to share a little bit about my personal story. And often I don't want to share my personal story. I don't feel like it's really all that relevant to other people or that it matters all that much. Um, but what I've learned is when we tell ourselves that, we're telling ourselves we don't matter. And I know that's not true. I know that we are brilliantly and wonderfully made. And every human being has incredible potential in them. It's sad that we usually only see it in crisis, right? I remember the days of 9-11. I was a new, I was a new teacher. Um, 
just starting out in my career and wow, seeing that and then seeing the beauty of humanity after it. That's when our brilliance is revealed in hardships. And so I started to realize our brilliance is revealed during hard times. I'm sitting in the middle of a really hard time right now. My cancer diagnosis came two days after a layoff. And that was five months after I had just made this big, bold, courageous move to leave the city that I've called home for over two decades and move out to five acres on the country, put a horse in the yard and do this big, courageous thing. And I thought, oh my gosh, I've just tripled my mortgage and now I lost my job. Like talk about scary, right? And I remind myself that it's amidst the challenge that our brilliance is revealed, but we need support. You need to have coaches in your corner. You need to have a community of like-minded people. And most of us just don't have that. And so I've created that for you. My dog loves the fireplace. So we're doing fireside stories. I am preparing to send my book to the production team. Oh, Branson wants to be in. You want to be in? I say hi, buddy. This is my little pup. When we got him, my daughter thought he looked like Richard Branson. I mean, do you see the resemblance? I mean, kind of. <laughs> so his name is Sir Richard Branson. He is the most loving dog I've ever owned in my life. He is so sweet. Hmm. You stood by me through cancer and radiation and all the things. So it was coming back to that. It was who I was that helped me get through that journey. I would be sitting here. I was a candidate for full mastectomy, chemo, and radiation. And I ended up being able to have a lumpectomy with a knowing that you could end up having to go back if your lymph nodes and margins aren't clear. And that I was supposed to have three to four months of radiation in addition to chemotherapy. I ended up with a lumpectomy, clear margins, clear lymph nodes. My oncotype score was so low, I didn't need chemo. And only four weeks of radiation, only four weeks. It was a long four weeks, but looking back, so grateful that it wasn't three or four times that amount. So I have a book that I'm working on. This is my printed manuscript, the beginning of it's on my desk, but I wanted to have a little bit of story time because in my masterclass, my coaches have said, you need to bring people behind the scenes. So what we're doing is building a no like, and trust factor. And as an expert in learning, that makes so much sense because we learn best from people who we know and who we like. Did you ever have that teacher who you just loved? For me, shout out to Mrs. Davis, shout out to Mrs. Barry, shout out to Mr. Christensen, shout out to Mr. Barnett, shout out to Mrs. Manmalay. Like I had so many teachers I loved that those were the teachers I learned the most from. And so I'm gonna share a little bit about myself because maybe you wanna work with me and you go, well, I'm not quite sure. You wanna know who I am. I'm the kind of woman who makes courageous career moves. I believe in winning over whining. You will not hear me whining and complaining. It does no good. It is a waste of time. I'm an achiever. I like to get in the arena and get my hands dirty and figure it out. I don't like to be told no, and I don't like to be told I can't. So I'm very much an empowered and independent woman. And I want to share. Uh, so in the spirit of getting to know one another, I've given you a little heads up that I'm not your average, you know, kind of person. Um, I'm a little out of the box and I love, I have a girlfriend that her, she has a shirt that says, I'm not for everyone. None of us are for everyone. We weren't designed to be, we're designed to find our tribe. Right. And I tend to work with people who have high ambitions, who want to live an uncommon life. 
They're not comfortable in the confines of Samesville. They want something different. And so if that's you, I'm your girl. If you're ready to make courageous career moves, I've been there too. You can look me up on LinkedIn. You can um, tune into this week's masterclass, day one of the Clarity to Seven Figures masterclass. That day covers my whole career timeline. I share every role I've had and how it positioned me uniquely to do what I'm doing now, because I know that our stories inspire each other. And my story inspires others to make courageous career change. It took me a long time to learn that. I thought, why would I share my story? So with that, I have a story from my book that I'm very excited to bring live and share with you. I'm also a little bit nervous because I haven't shared my book with anyone outside of my tiny little circle. My mom hasn't even read it. My boyfriend hasn't even read it. My daughter hasn't even read it. Like the people I spend the most time with haven't even read it. So it's literally me, editor, and I've talked with my book coach about it, but he hasn't read it either. So with that, all right, I'm going to start. I will never forget this particular day, December 27th, 2021. I drove away from the barn, unsure of where the nearest coffee shop was located. I chose Starbucks, confident that there would be one close by. As my navigation guided me, I caught a glimpse of new homes being built along the shoreline of a lake near the foothills. It looked like an absolutely extraordinary place to call home. It was directly west of me, so I tried locating it on my own. Yet every road I traversed didn't go through. And after three attempts, I pulled off to the side of the road and opened my map app to see if there was a nearby landmark that I could use to guide me closer to the build sites. Bingo, Columbine Country Club. I entered that into my GPS and hit the road. As I entered the country club, I navigated many gorgeous streets and came to the southern edge of the community where I could see the new builds in the distance, yet there weren't any roads to get there. I saw a flag near the sales office, took a photo, and zoomed in to read the word Lennar. I googled Lennar sales offices near me and obtained the address. Wild Plum Lane, here I come. The secret road entering the community was named Hunter Run, perfect for my little equestrian. My heart raced with excitement. And then I saw the sign, new luxury homes from the one millions. It seemed out of my league, but I've learned that as humans we're wired for challenge. So I rose to the occasion and started acting as if I belonged here. I walked into the sales office and held it together when she said they are nearly sold out, yet have two smaller homes starting at 1.7 coming available in the upcoming month. I wandered through the model home. It was absolutely perfect. A ranch floor plan, separate wings for me and Gigi, views of a lake, and it was only seven minutes from the barn and 20 from downtown Denver. I thanked the sales lady for her time and started wandering the home sites. As I strolled the pathways, I stumbled upon horses within walking distance from the community. Eager to know more, I meandered further into the adjacent horse property. It was a polo club. Now the excitement was surging and my imagination was running wild. Gigi could ride the bus home from school, walk to the polo club, and volunteer assisting with horses in the afternoon. And I wouldn't have to stress about school pickup. I could barely contain myself as I imagined living amidst these beautiful luxury homes with horses within walking distance for my daughter. I knew the price was out of my league, but I also know that high performers trust in their ability to figure things out. And as moms, we are especially skilled in figuring things out. Right when we think we know what we're doing, our children change and we figure it out. We have a spirit of tenacity unmatched by any other human on the planet. I wandered the property and carried that spirit of tenacity with me. 
my heart was dancing with delight and I decided I had to head off into that sale, had to head back into that sales office and make sure I was positioned to win one of these two remaining lots. I learned the details of how the bidding war would be managed, signed up, and then went back to the house to strategize. I called a friend who is a mortgage broker and she said, you can do this. You will be house poor, but you can definitely do it. I could barely believe it. This would change the trajectory of our lives. As an educator, I know the power of socialization and cultural influences. Our environment plays a significant role in who we become as human beings. The people we interact with, the cultural norms, traditions, and practices prevalent in our environment establish behavioral expectations and also greatly impact our beliefs, attitudes, and behaviors. While it was challenging for me to work two jobs while earning three graduate degrees, the experience shaped my worldview. Harvard psychologist, Dr. Robert Keegan, describes adult development as personal transformation, constantly changing the manner in which we know and view the world. During my transformative years, I was surrounded by people who were also achieving high degrees of success, who were learning and striving to be the best they could so that they could best serve and support others. This shaped who I am today. And I knew I wanted Gigi to experience a different reality, one not characterized by the hardship and heartbreak of single motherhood, but by the hope and happiness of dreams coming true. Hope may not be a strategy, but it is an incredible motivator. Ray Johnston, author of The Hope Quotient, reveals a 10% solution, making hope the highest octane fuel in the universe. When we experience a 10% improvement, we get hope. And with hope, anything is possible. All I needed was a ray of hope and I was committed. I began analyzing my budget, putting myself on a spend as little as possible challenge, I started playing a game I call Beat the Receipt. <laughs> this was one of my favorites. Every week at the grocery store, I try to spend less than the previous week. It turns out having been broke as a joke when I was an educator was really paying off. I know how to live on a frugal budget. I created the most nutrient-dense basic meal plans we could manage to live on and got our grocery bill down to $36 a week. I cut out all unnecessary spending and decided I was going to make this my next investment and use it to inspire my next promotion. In high-performance research, this is called raise performance necessity. As humans, we need reasons to perform at our best. And I'm so grateful that my daughter has always given me a reason to dream bigger, to up-level my playbook, and to achieve more than I imagined possible. So why am I listening to the calling in my heart that says, you can create your own business. You can do this. Even though the comforts and confines of corporate feel safer. But what I've realized amidst all the layoffs happening, that that safety is perception, that what's really safe is betting on ourselves. So if you want to build that side hustle, if you know that it's time to lay that groundwork, I'm hitting the ground running now and moving so fast because I've done the groundwork. I've been thinking about this as I was preparing to exit. And I look and go, that was divinely timed. How amazing that seven years of studying the subjects, exploring my value, looking at what do I love the most so that I can pick that thing and really invest in it. Because for those of you who are intellectually curious like me, we can be all over the place and you don't succeed in business being all over the place. You succeed by positioning yourself with your uniqueness in the area that you can have the greatest impact and influence. And that takes a long time to figure out. And that's why I've built my program to help those who are just getting started, 
That was a critical decision I had to make. Do I want to help people scale? Do I want to help people who have scaled, succeeded, and then lost control of their lives and are now navigating health challenges, relationship challenges, all the challenges, because they put their career center stage instead of their whole person? So I had to go, well, I kind of like that. But I thought, actually, what I love the most is helping people who've been high achieving when you come into this world, it's going to rock your socks off because you're not going to be good at everything anymore. And it's going to make you question who you are. And there's no better person to help you discover who you are than someone who's had to reinvent themselves regularly like I have. And when I realized that was my uniqueness, I started to say, holy cow, I have reinvented myself when I had to leave the I was student teaching. I loved the school and community I was at, but I got engaged to a gentleman whose career needed to move us out of state. So I had to reinvent what, what was my life going to be like not living near my mom, not living near the school and community that I already knew from building relationships there during my practicum and student teaching years. Moved to an entirely new part of the world where I knew no one during the dot-com boom. Turns out the gentleman was a nut job and I ended up living in my Honda Civic because you could not find an apartment in that area. And I was making a whopping 24,000 a year in the year 2000 as an educator. So I started to realize the way for me to do what I love and make more money was to go back to school. So I went back to the University of Arizona and wanted to work again with Dr. Molly Romano because she was fabuloso and got my first master's degree so that I could live and afford my lifestyle bump myself up the salary scale just a little bit. I think I then ended up at like 28 and then 32. It was a slow crawl, but it was worth it. Everything you've done has meaning and value that has brought you to where you are today. If I hadn't started in that place, I don't know that I would have had the motivation and inspiration to end up purchasing a one and a half million dollar home on five acres out in the country, putting a horse in the yard for my daughter and a Porsche in the garage because that's my horsepower. Um, I wouldn't have probably had the courage to do that had I not been positioned in that Honda Civic to recognize how precious where you live is. And so I want to invite you to join me tonight is masterclass. The night we're going to look at is reinvention. So if you want to do something different and you know, you're going to need a new version of yourself, but you don't really even know what that means or how to do it. I've been there. Many different times. I was there that first year when I was 20 years old, just graduating. I was there again in 2009 during divorce. I was there again when I was abandoned and pregnant. I was there again as I chose to leave education and found my own school. That was a little bit of a crazy reinvention story. And I wish I had the strategies that I had now because it was so difficult fumbling and struggling in public, right? When you make that courageous career move, you're in public. You're with a new team or you're doing something new and it's very public. And I don't want to see you struggle in public. Um, I want to see you succeed. So with that, join me in tonight's masterclass. It's not too late to get registered. You can watch all the replays. I've got them up on the High Performance Leadership Group in Facebook, in our group here. Um, if you're watching this through another channel, or just being introduced to me. Welcome, my name is Dr. J. As you probably know, we get very real, very authentic, very transparent because I work with humans. 
I love human beings because it's very complicated and working with humans satisfies my cognitive curiosities. There's always psychology to learn, neuroscience to learn, health and physiology to learn. And then there's leadership pieces, which is my, my jam. I love positioning people to be extraordinary leaders and the world's greatest leaders. The things that set them apart are the actions they take, the results they achieve, how they think and who they are. And so we work on those four things that we have to always be investing in ourselves. I would not be here if I didn't spend at least 10K a year investing in myself. This year, I went all in, 36K. And next year, I'm gonna earn even more so I can invest even more because it's just like gas in your gas tank. If you just run out the fuel and you're not making the investment in yourself, you won't be going far. You won't be going long. So let's make sure that we invest in ourselves and ready ourselves for what's next. In a strained economy, it is when you see the winners rise. This might be your time. If you're a winner and not a whiner, you know it. Get with the program. Let's go. Register yourself in the link. Stay connected to the group. And I want to hear from you. I'm very excited that you're here. I'm very excited to be doing this work. I want to encourage you. This is my mantra right now. I'm in the small start. Think big. I've got a giant vision. I want to help a thousand women launch mission-driven businesses to transform themselves, their families, their communities, and this world. Our world needs more positivity and optimism than ever before. And we need to reclaim how we do business, putting our femininity. You can tell I've been in my masculine for too many years, putting our femininity center stage, using our uniqueness and getting that out into the world. And when we live in that space, we live with more courage and confidence than ever before. And so I want to help you do that. And it's most importantly about who we become in that process. It's less about what we do and it's about who we become, that we're evolving in our states of consciousness and the conditions in which we live our lives, that we can live with great peace and prosperity and love and joy and passion. And most importantly, that we role model that for our children because we are their number one teacher. They're learning what's possible for their lives by how we live ours. So let's live our lives well. Let's live our lives with great intention and let's architect a life that transcends the ordinary. That's so important to me. I want you to escape. Here's the normal distribution curve. If everybody else is doing it, I want you to be choosing the right. And one of the things that came to me in a divine download that I'll be talking about this evening, if you join, is Romans 12.2. I hadn't picked up a Bible. I had to actually look. It'd been 18 years. And so I had to pick up my phone and Google, what does Romans 12.2 mean? And it said, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That, my friend, is the normal distribution curve. The norm of this world, the norm is depression, obesity, anxiety. Anyone want to fall in that norm? No, thank you. Right? We're designed for so much more. And I want to help you discover and reveal your brilliance. So get registered. Join me tonight. I can't wait to see you there. Catch the replays. It's not too late to learn. It's never too late to learn. You're talking to your champion of learning here, friends. I love you so much. Go out and shine your love and light into the world. I'll see you tonight.